Welcome into the Sports Insanity Podcast. Let's go completely insane, peeps! gentlemen and welcome in to batter up on the sports insanity podcast on the sports insanity network i am mike griffin joined today by lawrence patchman lang and bill murphy gentlemen how's it going going well rifkin how are you i am doing well so these two episodes that we have last done will drop later this week we've already covered the national league preview Tonight, we're going to cover the American League and go through division by division, who we think wins the divisions, wild cards, maybe some awards too, but we're going to have some fun tonight. Guys, you ready for baseball season? Yeah, you know, with the NL done, it's time to, like you said, talk about the American League, and we're ready for baseball. So as this concludes with this recording of the AL preview, It'll be baseball time. And j- just yep. like Hulk Hogan, we are all real Americans. God bless America. And we fight for the rights of only men. Right, Patch? Yeah. Yes. Well, that's a, that's a debatable topic these days when you mention those words. That is true. You, you mentioned those words and you have yourself an angry mob of people waving their opinions while waving the American flag. But we're not going to do that. We're not going to get into that spectacle. We're going to talk baseball. Wait, good we're, good we're, save, we're, buddy. Good save. We're here to talk about America's pastime in we're the American pre- League. So let's get to it. Something that'll bring us all together. Uh, all right. Let, let's start with the American League, which in 2021, the standings looked like this. The Tampa Bay Rays won the division at, with a record of 162. The Boston Red Sox and New York Yankees tied for second with records of 92 and 70. Both were wild card teams, which saw the Red Sox beating the Yankees in that one game playoff. Ah, beautiful, beautiful. It was. The Toronto Blue Jays finished at 91 and 71, nine games out of the division and just missed the playoffs. And last but not least, the Baltimore Orioles finished with a record of 52 and 110. A mere 48 games back of the division-winning Tampa Bay Rays. That was last year. And then a lot of stuff happened this offseason that we're going to dive into. The Orioles, through free agency, mainly stood pat and did some minor things. But they do have a nice young nucleus. Cedric Mullins had a nice year last year. Trey Mancini. Um, who beat – I know he beat cancer. I'm just not remembering what kind of cancer. I apologize for not knowing that. And they have some prospects coming up who, once they get there, maybe the Orioles could contend again. Then there's the Blue Jays, who had 
in my opinion, one of the best off seasons in all of baseball. They had Kevin Gosman and UC Kikuchi to their rotation. Plus they extended Jose Barrios, who they acquired at the trading deadline last year. Oh, and by the way, they just traded for Matt Chapman, who's arguably one of the best third basemen in baseball and arguably the best one. So Toronto's not messing around with the court. Bo Bichette, Vlad Jr. The Yankees, uh, the Yankees' biggest move this offseason, they were tied to some names, but the biggest name they brought in was Anthony Rizzo. They brought him back. That was kind of their move. The Red Sox go out and get Trevor story time. And the the Rays kind of do the Rays thing, and they didn't do a whole lot. You know, they bring in Corey Kluber, hoping to revitalize his career. But outside of that, not much from Tampa. So, Patch, I'm going to come to you first. When you look at the AL East as a whole, who do you really like here? Honestly, it's a toss-up between Boston and Tampa Bay. Because Tampa Bay has proven the last few years that, yes, we can go out and get some free agents here and there, spend some money. You know what? We trade players away. We get more prospects or we can help in the payroll a little bit, go out and sign ourselves a couple um, couple players. And better yet, they rely on their farm system. We've seen it for years with the Rays. The Rays will go on a stretch where either they're really good they're terrible again, and then all of a sudden, boom, their their prospect pool, everyone's ready to go. And in the words of Cameron Grimes, it's to the moon. To the moon. Make sure you listen to our sister podcast, the Face Turn Podcast, where we talk pro wrestling. So cheap, cheap plug for that. And then yeah, we, we did NXT WrestleMania predictions. I think at some point this week we'll do a recap. Yes, so. we'll get. We'll, we'll get to that, but to, back yeah. to baseball. Um, yes, yeah, so you got Tampa Bay with that. They go out and get some free agents. They rely on their prospect pool. And then look what they, they've done the last few years. They've been near the top of the division, or they've been winning the division. Or they, they won the last two years, I believe. They won it in 2020, and then they won it 2021. So there's that going for them. And then there's just Boston. Boston has proven that, you know, they're not going to be the mockery anymore either. Look what they, like they say, go out, get Trevor story. Big acquisition helps him out at that shortstop position. Boston's He's going to play second base as long as Xander Bogarts is there, but you know. yeah. Well, regardless, you know, shortstop, second base, you got a uh, utility sure up that defense up the middle. <clears throat> helps. It just helps the Red Sox all together. And the Red Sox are also, there to prove that you know you know what the Yankees are not the top dog here anymore so and it's it you know what this division once again my, minus the Baltimore Orioles last year you had one team win 100 games and then three other teams win 90 plus games and that's yourself it just showed you the last month of the season it was anyone's ball anyone's division minus Baltimore and it's it's no offense in Baltimore they're trying to rebuild. They're trying to get themselves together. You know what? Maybe Baltimore can shock and the, and the AL East can be a competitive division. But so far this past offseason and in spring training, I like Tampa Bay and Boston. That's why we call it the AL Beast. 
Bill, who do you like? Okay. Um, first, I want to just say, as a Yankee fan, um, I am. I'm going. I think it's going to come down, and I kind of agree with Patch on this one. I think it's come down between Tampa and Boston, but if I had to pick, I'm going to say Tampa because they're they're building this team. The acquisition, the um, accusations they got this team. Um, I think they're going to be looking really good, especially with um, Kluber, which who I'm going to miss, but I wish him well, except he was hurt all year. Um, I also, but also, you know, as I hate to say it as a Yankee fan, I'm scared of the Red Sox this year. I'm not lying. I am scared. Especially with um, Trevor, what you call him, story time? Story time with Trevor. <laughs> Are we making shirts that say that soon? Um, but Listen, R- Red Sox, if you make that shirt and I don't get the trademark on it, we're going to have words. I'll be your attorney on that one, Rifkin. Um, but here's my concern, though, with Trevor's story. The reason why he's been such a beast in Colorado is because of the stadium. Now that you're going to be at lower ground in Boston, is this going to affect anything? I mean, right-handed hitters, the green monster. That's like their best buddy right there, isn't it? The green monster. Right. So so that, that, that's why you go and do it. So, And if I were to make my stand-ins prediction, I'm going to say raise one. Sox very close at number two. Jays at number three. I hate to say this. Yankees at number four. And O's, give it some time. Five. If we're talking that, I got Tampa Bay winning division. I got New York in second with a wild card. And I'm going to, like I say, I bought, like I say, Tampa Bay and Boston surprised me and impressed me with their offseason acquisitions and what they did. But once again, when it comes down to crunch time, I say Tampa Bay division, Yankees with a wild card, Boston with a wild card, Toronto on the outside looking in, and then Baltimore. So I, I think the easiest thing to say about this division is the Orioles are last place. I think for, for me, one through four kind of interchangeable. And, you know, it could wind up any of that way. I like the – I'm in the Kool-Aid. I love the Blue Jays, man. I love – this is a young team. Vlad Jr., who's good – I'll throw it out there now. I think Vlad Jr. is going to be your AL MVP. Oh, I, lo- I love Vlad Jr. You know, he, Bo Bichette with that great hair. Oh, George Springer, if he could stay healthy this year. He wasn't healthy a lot for last year, but he, he'll be productive. Chapman, I think being out of Oakland and being in Toronto will benefit him. So I, I really like the Jays. Uh, pitching side, they added Kikuchi and Gosman to a rotation that features Barrios and Hinjin Ryu, who's been a Cy Young candidate. You know, if they have one weakness, it's probably the bullpen, but that's what the trade deadline comes for. You could add relievers. So I really like I think Toronto wins the division. I've got Boston in second. I really like the Red Sox. Mm. 
I'm a little scared with Chris Sale missing the start of the season, but I've liked the Red Sox still. Tampa, I think both those teams wind up with wild cards. Tampa, they, they just do things the right way. They don't do it sexy, but they get the job done. The Yankees are, are – I'm going to say this now, and I don't want people to say, oh, this is coming from a Met fan. The Yankees are a distant fourth best team in this division. There's too many question marks on the Yankees. Oh, okay. can, can can Judge and Stanton stay healthy? Who's going to be good behind Garrett Cole in that rotation? Can Glaber Torres have a bounce back year? Outside of Chapman, is the bullpen good? Can Aaron Boone manage a game? And um, Mike, Mike, if I could just chime in for one quick. Yeah, second. go ahead, Patch. I, I promise it won't be too long. Um, it's fine. No, it's the Yankees. It's your team you root for. You're passionate about it. Let it yeah. out. And no, like Rifkin, I agree. There is a lot. And listen, as the lone Yankee fan here right now, um, yeah, I 100% agree with you. Is Boone gonna? Is Boone gonna actually manage and stop being the spokesperson for the front office? Um, the whole Brian Cashman thing, I. I have a video vlog that'll be coming out very soon. I'll get more detail on that. But you know, can Judge stay healthy? Can Stanton stay healthy? Stay healthy? And like, what have the Yankees done this off season? They got Rizzo back, which I'm happy about because I really do like Anthony Rizzo. Um, I really do like Rizzo, so I'm I'm thrilled with that. But you had a lot of free agents who you could have gone for. You could have gone for Freeman. You could have gone for Story, but you choked. And this actually does, as a Yankee fan, Rift, this makes me very concerned. It should, because you, it should for two reasons. One, the Yankees can't bully people anymore. This is not their division. But two, and more important, the Yankees used to be that team. Oh, you want to? You're talking to that team too. Oh, we'll bump it up here to here's 164 million dollars. They can't beat that. Now they're the team who. Oh, hey, we we got to hold on to some of this, and we're gonna prioritize other facets. Which it's great. That's fine. Do business how you want. But you're the New York Yankees. Absolutely. In the Fairly Odd Parents, you were the New York Bankies. Oh, you remember that, don't you? Uh, I sure. I, I sure that's not the Mets right now. Listen, Uncle Stevie does what? Listen, Uncle George Steinbrenner would be happy to have Uncle Stevie across town because he'd be I like, "Oh, would, there's a challenge." I think. Um, I think if George Steinbrenner was alive, I think he viewed Uncle Stevie as some friendly competition. Also, if George was alive, he wouldn't tolerate all this nonsensical no, garbage that's because, been spewed. And because I think one of the problems is is because they're not doing the big spending that they used to. Because and Pat, sorry, you have to hear this story again. Um, my father years ago met Roy White from the Yankees at a golf outing, and he was talking to him, and he said, "The boys, because I'm." Hal Steimer and Hank, who is sadly no longer with us, may he rest in peace. Um, but 
he said the boys run it like a business. When George was alive, he ran it like a business, but he cared about winning. Like, oh. he he knew if you wanted to build a championship team, you had to spend money. Yep. You got to spend money to make money. You got to make money to spend money. That being said, none of us are taking the New York Yankees to win this AL beast because it's loaded. All right. I'll be honest. I'll just say this one last thing, Riff. If they do win, I will be pleasantly surprised. I will be very pleasantly surprised if they end up winning the division. Well, we'll see what happens. We move on to Central, which which last year saw the Minnesota in last place with a record of 73 and 89, followed by the Kansas City Royals at 74 and 88. The Detroit Rock City Tigers at 77 and 85. The Cleveland Guardians, as they will now be known as, with a record of 82 and 80 and 82. And the Chicago White Sox with a record of 93 and 69 won the American League Central. Now, if you go to what happened this offseason, the Twins were very busy. You know, that they, they added Carlos Correa from the Astros. They added Sonny Gray from the Reds. Dylan Bundy uh, traded away Josh Donaldson for Giovanni Urshela and Gary Sanchez from the Yankees. Uh, the Royals, not a whole lot, acquired Mike Minor or traded away Mike Minor for Amir Garrett. Outside of that, a really young team. Uh, the Guardians kind of stood pat as well. The Tigers were also really busy. They added Eduardo Rodriguez from the Red Sox, Javier Baez from the New York Mets and Chicago Cubs. And the White Sox, the White Sox were just really, really loaded. They added some bullpen pieces, and then they traded away Craig Kimbrell to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Patch, how do you see the American League Central playing out. Central's weird because there's like two good teams, there's two subpar teams, and then Detroit. <laughs> Unfortunately, Detroit. I like Detroit, and you know what? It, it, it's either a toss-up or between Detroit and Minnesota, who's the kind of, I would say, Sub uh, under par, we'll go not sub par, we'll go under par team in the division. And it's a toss up between those two, but the other three teams I see being very competitive in this division Cleveland, of course, Guardians, you know, hopefully a name change helps them out a little bit. Oh, they didn't just call themselves the Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I just don't understand. If there's not a Guardian of the Galaxy giveaway, I want nothing of the Guardians. Yeah. Um, Chicago, you know, we're, 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 I guess we're playing flip-flop because the Cubs are now, I guess, the Cubs again, and they're just in the woes of the ways of the World Series hangover still. That's been a World Series hangover for a couple of years. Must be a pretty bad hangover. For them, yes. I mean, they, but, wa they waited so long. 
but they waited waited a hundred plus years. But you know, 108 years, 108 years, 108 years, yeah. So, but you know what? The White Sox, I like the White Sox, loaded team. White Sox are out to prove that you know it. Hey, the Chai Town cross rival, we're here to compete too, and, and we're here to show you know it. Hey, the White Sox can be the top team in this, uh, the great city of Chicago, just like how the Mets and the Yankees battle back and forth for to be top supremacy team of a town or city. So I like the White Sox. And you know what? The Royals, the, Ro- the Royals are a hit and miss team too. You know, okay. Last season, 74 and 88. It's not bad. Yes. It's under 500, but then again, they, they lost some close games here and there. So, Either of the way, they're they're looking at you know not being fourth in the division. They could be looking at you know what? Hey, they could have been second in the division, maybe outside looking in at a wild card spot. So it's I, I see it going. Cleveland wins the division. Chicago gets that other wild card spot, and then it's Kansas City, Minnesota, Detroit. But it, it wouldn't surprise me if this division just is the wild card um, of randomness of who's going to win it because one key injury on Cleveland and Chicago and visions wide open. Okay. All right. Interesting bill. Okay. My thing is with Chicago, we saw them easily take the division last year. Did we not? We easily saw mm-hmm. them take it. Um, because they won the division last year. They won the division by 13 games. Yeah, that's basically an easy win. Um, with um, you know, with how they added Harrison and with and a new pitcher, Kendall Gaverman. Graveman. Graveman. That thank you very much, Rifkin. I think Graverman can build up their can build up their um their pitching. But when they lost Carlos Rodon, who was one of their best pitchers, that's gonna be that's gonna be a little tough for the White Sox. But I still see them winning winning the division. Sorry, I'm a little scatterbrained here today, folks. I apologize. Um, if the White Sox end up winning the division, because because hopefully Aloy. Jimenez and Luis Roberts stay healthy. And when it comes to the twins, I feel like they're building something. But I do th- how they just got Correa in the offseason. I do feel like they're building something, but I don't think it's going to be this year. I don't think the something's going to be this year. Um, I think give it a couple years, help them build it up a little bit. And I think they should be. I think they should be good how they got Gio from my from my beloved Yankees. Gio, we'll miss you. We will miss you. And Sonny Gray also in the pen. So, I like, I, no, no offense to uh, Sonny Gray. I Sonny Gray is inconsistent at times. No, he is. Sonny Gray should have been a Philly. That way we could have won with the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, God. You're just looking for puns now, Mike, aren't you? What do you think I do the podcast for? He is called Mike the Pun Master Rifkin for a reason. To drive me insane? Yes. Mike, I'm, that's why you do the podcast? He's here to drive you insane on the Sports Insanity, insanity Network. Network. 
Shameless plug for us. Insane in the main brain. Membrane. Insane in the brain. But, um, you know, and, you know, with Gary Sanchez going to the Twins, is this, because, you know, I'm happy he's out of New York, but I wish him well. Um, I wonder if, I wonder, though, if, if he just really sucked or maybe he just need, needed a change of scenery. I think that's an interesting question because I think the he's always had a good arm behind the plate. And I think especially in Yankee Stadium, every hitter, I'm not just being specific here on Gary, I think every hitter gets so home run happy because of right field. And Gary Sanchez is a guy who could spread it out a little bit. So him in Minnesota is a little it, – it's pretty interesting. Make deepens out that lineup. Um, Detroit. Okay, do we have to talk about Detroit? You it's don't have to because I, I'm going to say this. I think Detroit's a playoff team. Really? I think Detroit's a wild card team. I really do. Because they got Javier Baez in that, free That's agency. not it. You're, you're just adding Javier Baez to a lineup that's going to include. Spencer Torkelson, who was a number one overall pick a couple of years ago. Miguel Cabrera certainly isn't done by any means. You know, and, and you know, they have a manager in A.J. Hinch who's been there. He was a great manager for the – say what you want about the Astros and the whole trash can stuff. A.J. Hinch is a really good manager. And he was in the running last year for manager of the year, probably up until the end of the season. Detroit only got better this offseason with the addition of bias. Eduardo Rodriguez is going to be in a rotation now with Spencer Turnbull and Casey Mize, a number, another former number one overall pick. This is a good team. This is here's the thing for me is I, I think this is a division that like the East. He's interchangeable kind of two. I think the given is the White Sox are going to win the division. I think that's one given. And I, I just – I don't think Cleveland's as good as other people do. So I think they're last place team. So two through four could be interchangeable. And right now, I think Detroit's the best of that group between them, the Twins, and the Royals. Yeah, mainly I can... Mainly because Royals was a great song by Lord, but – you haven't heard anything from Lord since. I hope she's doing well. Shout um, out Randy Marsh on South Park. Um. Anyway, but you know what? That has changed a lot of my perspective. Thank you very much, Rift. Um. That's what I'm here for. But yeah, I think when we look at the, I think we could see the Tigers. Maybe with that being said in that mess known as the AL Central, you know, it could be interchangeable. Um, when it comes to the, and remember they haven't, and now the Cleveland Guardians with their, with their, um, with their new name that was introduced by Tom Hanks. We do not attack Tom Hanks. He's Tom Hanks. But anyway, Cleveland Guardians. Um, 
But if I think the big thing is if Shane Bieber can stay healthy. And that performs songs like his brother, Justin. Because <laughs> he'd be one less lonely player. Baby, that was the wrong joke to make. I hate myself right now. Um, we hate you too. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Um, you didn't. They didn't do really anything of note this year during the off season. So, and you know what? Something that's really gonna blow. You know, there's talk that Jose Ramirez could likely be traded at some point this year. He is. He has a club option for next year. So if you're out of it by the deadline, you you do trade him. And that could really blow the morale for the in, uh, Guardians. Well, listen, you know what you're getting into when you can't sign a guy to a contract. All right. So and finally, the Royals, Granky's back, which I think, which I think is going to be, which I think is going to be good with Amir, with Amir Garrett. I think their pitching could be absolutely fantastic. But, and, and yeah. So if I were to guess, I would probably put Chicago at one, Detroit at two, Minnesota at three, Cleveland at four, and Royals at five. Okay. All right. So I got Chicago, Detroit as a wild card at two. Minnesota, Kansas City, Cleveland. All right. Patch, you got anything else or do you want to move to the West? Go to the West. Let's go West, young man. Last year, the American League West saw the Houston Astros division again. Record of 95 and 67, fought by the Seattle Mariners at 90 and 72. The the Oakland Athletics at 86 and 76, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim at 77 and 85, and the Texas Rangers with a record of 60 and 102. So let's just start there with Texas because Texas was like, yeah, we're not we're not cool on the 60 and 102 record. We're gonna have Corey Seeger on a 10-year $325 million contract. Marcus Simeon, seven years, $175 million, and John Gray, four years, $56 million. So they went out and spent a lot of money. Also, remember, there's no state income tax in Texas, which makes it very reasonable for free agents to go there. But, man, I don't know how this pay. I, I like Corey Seager, the player. I know he was looking for 10 years in that market, but oof. Go 325 and then give Marcus Simeon at 31 a seven-year, $100 million contract. Man, it's just like – and they com- and then the owners complain about the players who make too much money. But I guess I'll ask you guys this. Y- yes or no? This is still the Houston Astros division to lose. Um, I say no. 
Oh, okay. I think. Go um, on. I think they're. I give you know what? Give me Seattle and give me the Angels to be contenders to the division. Because the Angels, you know what? When the Angels are healthy, untouchable, I believe. Otani, Rendon, Trout. Throw another couple names in there. The Angels should be the front runners to win this division every year, in my opinion, because to me, there's cracks in Houston. And if a couple injuries occur for Houston and LA stays healthy, LA's division. Also, Seattle. Seattle surprised everyone last year. 90 games they won. No, I think no one expected that, not even Seattle fans. So, you know what? Seattle, LA. Maybe throw Oakland too. Maybe it, maybe it's just like the AL East where it's just one team not being there in the front run to be in the mix. But to me, give me Seattle and LA to be Houston's competition. Bills is the Astros division. Um, I'm going to kind of agree with Patch right now because, and I'm going to say it could be, but I think it's going to be very tough. Because, like, what you have with the Angels with Shohei Otani, I think that's going to be a really big thing, and they need to stay healthy. But also, you got to look at the um, you got to look at the Astros. You just hold on. We have a little bit of news that developed. Oh, the Detroit Tigers have made a trade for outfielder Austin Meadows from the Tampa Bay Rays in exchange for infielder Isaac Paredes and a competitive balance round B pick in the 2022 MLB draft. Meadows, 26, played in a career-high 142 games last year, hitting 200, hitting 234 with a 315 on base and a 458 slugging percentage with 29 doubles, three triples, 27 home runs, and a career-high 106 RBIs, which was seventh in the American League. So Meadows to Detroit and the Ray, the Rays doing a race race thing. Get prospects back. So, so there we go. Guess welcome to welcome to Detroit. Austin Meadows, a tiger. All right, Bill, go back to the Astros. Okay. Um Okay, but you also got to look at this with the Astros. Correa, who's your top defensive player, went bye-bye. He's on to Minnesota. Um, you also have you have with the you have with the um, Astros Zach Granke, who was an Zach Granke, who went back to Kansas City, and Yimmy Garcia, who went away. So now, so now, and like, listen, I am a firm believer that one player doesn't make a team, but when you got your best defensive player and one of your best pitcher, pitchers, you're basically, Houston is going to have a uh, pretty tough time. See, you say Zach Granke's gone. I can return with Justin Verlander's back. Yes, Absolutely. You know, I, I think that's a huge, huge move. 
the bullpen again if you're good you can go out and do some things they did sign one of the Phillies relievers over the offseason Hector Neris little inconsistent but he doesn't have to be the guy and offensively they'll miss Correa but Altuve could still hit Bregman can still hit Jordan Alvarez can still hit Michael Brantley's back and they still have Dusty Baker so I I still really like the Astros. I, I I if I'm a I would not overlook the Astros. I th- I still think they're a team to mess with. But um, Pat, you talked a little bit about the Angels and the Mariners. The Angels made a, a massive move. They signed Noah Syndergaard to a one year twenty million dollar contract this offseason. I'll say this, Syndergaard has thrown two innings over the last two years due to Tommy John surgery. If he's right, the Angels got themselves a guy. If he's not right, the Angels have a big problem because the Angels need starting pitching outside of Shohei Otani, who literally could do it all. Mike Trout has to stay healthy. Anthony Rendon, who hasn't been healthy since he signed that contract he got from the Angels. And also, you got to look at it this way. Mike Trout's also getting a little up there, so. Well, the greatest player in baseball. I I agree. Mike Trout is so old, man. I got to tell you, he is so freaking old. How old is he? I I mean, you just said he's getting up there, so. Oh, I thought there was something coming. Yeah, he, he there is. He's now thirty, but he can still hit. No matter, doesn't matter. He can still hit. So you got Trout there. The A's blow it up. The A's have blown it up. Chapman's gone. Olson's gone. Shaman Eye's gone. Chris Bassett's gone. Bob Melvin's gone. And then there's the Mariners who surprised some folks last year. Did add Eugenio Suarez and Jesse Winker from the Reds. If they wanted another bat, they could call hometown boy Michael Conforto if they would like. But we'll see. Guys, how do you see the ALS playing out? <laughs> Whoever wants it, go. Um, it's going to be a close division, but once again, Houston takes it again. L.A., Seattle, Oakland, Texas. No one else out of the West gets the wild card. I'm going to say it's going to be for for first place, I think it could come down between Houston and Los Angeles. Then I think it – then I think Seattle, Oakland, and then Texas. I could possibly see maybe the Angels taking the wild card. I've got Houston, Seattle – Texas, Anaheim, Oakland. Too many ifs with the Angels. And the A's are the A's. So They ate it up. Uh, so there's that. So, Patchy, run through your playoff teams. The playoffs teams, division winners are Tampa Bay, uh, Cleveland, and Houston. Wild cards are New York, Boston, and Chicago. All right, Bill, playoff teams. Okay, my division winners are Tampa, 
Chicago, and Houston. And wild card, I could wild card be New York, Boston, and Los Angeles. I've got the Blue Jays winning the East, the White Sox in the Central, the Astros, the West, the three wild cards. There are three wild cards now. First, uh, the top two seeds actually get a bye in the first round, something we did not mention nationally. Uh, But the three wild cards will be the Red Sox, Tigers, and Rays. Guys, who represents the American League in the World Series? I'm going to say Chicago. You know what? Give me the Yankees. I think the Yankees. Gross. I know it's it's a tough pill to swallow for the patch, man. But I just have this gut feeling the Yankees are going to finally find a way to get over that hump and get back to the World Series. Not going to say they're going to win it at this moment, but you know what? I think they're going to go represent the AL. Patch, if you're right, I'm buying you a beer. You're buying me something else, too. All right, that's not appropriate for this podcast. I've got the Blue Jays going to the World Series. Um, what about awards, you guys? You guys got MVP or Cy Young? Cy Young? Uh, uh, Gary Cole. Gross. Bill? Uh, I'm going to say either Cole or Verlander, maybe Otani. I'm going to go Lucas Giolito's your Cy Young. Vlad Jr.'s your MVP. A.J. Hinch is your manager of the year. And Justin Verlander is your AL comeback player of the year. Before we wrap it up, anything else on the American League? Oh, give me Otani for MVP again. I think he's going to rake it again, being the DH. All right. I'll, I'll agree with you, AJ Hinch for uh, manager of the year, and I'll agree with you again for Verlander for comeback player. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that, but I think MVP could come down between Otani and maybe Trevor Story. All right. You heard it here first, everyone. Enjoy the baseball starting Thursday, April 7th. For Lawrence Patchman, like Bill Murphy, I'm Mike Griffith. You've been listening to Batter Up on the Sports Insanity Podcast, part of the Sports Insanity Network. Check out all the podcasts, anchor.com. Check out the website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com for blogs, content, comments on stuff. We would love interaction with the fans. Thank you. Enjoy baseball and namaste. 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 And say goodnight to your mama. Your mama loves you. All righty, folks. Just a quick American League update because uh, we do have a contract extension to acknowledge. The Cleveland Guardians have extended third baseman Jose Ramirez. I know the guys were talking about, uh, you know, whether or not Jose Ramirez may or may not uh, stick with the Cleveland Guardians after this season. Well, this uh, extension here pretty much solidifies that he will. It is a five-year, $124 million contract extension. MLB insider Jeff Passan tells us that uh, 
along with the extension, there is a full no trade clause. And with the pickup of the 2023 option, Ramirez is going to be guaranteed $150 million. So pretty much the face of that Guardians franchise will stay around Jose Ramirez again. Five years, $124 million extension in Cleveland. What's going on, everyone? Lawrence Patchman Lang here, president of the Sports Insanity Network, just reminding you to go to our website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork, where you can read everyone's blogs here on the network and also find about the history of the Sports Insanity Network. 